0: Hello and welcome to the Mindsets Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. Well, hello. I hope you had a great weekend. I sure did complete with a snowstorm in New York City. (laughs) Ha ha. That's winter in New York. One day you think you're going to have a snowstorm, and then it actually comes around and you don't have a snowstorm, and then the next time you don't think you're really going to have a snowstorm, and then you have a snowstorm. (laughs) I mean, the weather in New York is kind of crazy. It's very different from where I grew up. But nonetheless, it is winter and we're at the end of January almost or we're in the middle of January, okay? And so there's still a few uh 2 weeks of January left. So if you have some January goals, you got a little bit of time remaining. If you are one of those New Year's resolution people, how are your resolutions going? I'm curious. Let me know. I, uh, I'm not a New Year's resolution person, but I love new beginnings, so New Year's Day is always a really fun time for me. Last, well, New Year's Eve, I actually saw the ball drop for the first time in New York City, and I'm going on my 12th year in New York, and I saw it for the first time, But I'm pretty lucky because Jerry had a special situation where I was able to go to a restaurant in that neighborhood, have an awesome meal, had a great time, and then slip out about 45 minutes before the ball drop with him, and we got to see it drop. It was raining. Um, It wasn't too cold, but I got to see it drop, and you know what I have to say if you haven't done that before, you should absolutely do it because it was pretty special. And I, I got goosebumps, not just because I was freezing, but I got goosebumps because I was a part of this like new year. You know, uh, It was such a space full of hope. All the people around you were just the nicest people, and it was actually for a big crowd, which I'm not really a fan of, uh, nor a fan of Times Square for that matter, just because of the big crowds. But for a big crowd, it was actually a lot of good vibes. And I felt so good. And I felt like really connected to everyone around me. And I felt like this amazing um, optimism for the new year and everything that I'm doing. And I was so happy to be there with Jerry. And we kissed at midnight. And it was really fun. And it was very romantic. And then, of course, they played... New York, New York, as they always do, and it was just, it was just very powerful, and it, it, the countdown was so cool to do that with so many people, and I'm getting goosebumps just now, just reliving it in my mind, so um, I hope you had a great New Year's Eve celebration, and your new year is going fabulously so far. You deserve it. I know you do. We all deserve it. So guys, what I want to talk to you about is mantras. And I am a big pusher on mantras because mantras absolutely freaking work. And if you're not doing them... You need to do them. And let me tell you why. So I'm all about the subconscious mind and about reprogramming the subconscious mind. It's all about the conscious blueprint, right? Or subconscious blueprint, excuse me, that you have, or otherwise known as paradigms. Now, paradigms are belief systems. So it could be your own personal belief system, your family's belief system, your community's belief system, our belief system as a whole, like living in New York City or living in the United States, or belief systems of the world. Those belief systems set the precedent or set the tone of your reality, of what you how you perceive the world and what you believe is actually possible. Now, some people, like myself, are here because we want to transform our lives. We are passionate about self-improvement. We are passionate about understanding ourselves and we are passionate about going from where we started and going beyond that to somewhere of our own creation. So if you're listening to this podcast, let's just presume that you are that person, because why would you be listening to Mindset to Manifestation if you were not someone who wanted to empower yourself and manifest a life that you truly, truly want by your design? And I would also presume that you are the kind of person that somewhere inside realized that you have the power to change Your life. You have the power to change your life through your thoughts. So the paradigm. This is long ingrained belief system that is not always easy to change. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you it's gonna be super easy to change because on the conscious level, you you it can feel like you change it. Like maybe you listen to this podcast and you're like, yes, I can do this, da-da-da-da-da, and you're feeling this way. But that's your conscious mind speaking. And the only way to change the subconscious mind's paradigm or blueprint is to repeat, 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 consistently expose yourself to your new belief system. So that can be in the form of mantras, that can be in the form of visualization or visioneering exercises, that is in the form of journaling, in the form of, oh, sorry guys, they're There's a siren outside uh, New York City. There's always some kind of siren. Sorry about that. Visionary, journal writing, exposing yourself to various podcasts and videos on YouTube, things that will support this new belief system that you are empowered to change your life. So the paradigm, that's the blueprint. You've got the conscious mind. That is how you sort of, that's how you perceive things. That's how you internalize things. That's what you're picking up and you're consciously aware of. So it's like your conscious choice to go to the gym. It's your conscious, conscious choice to listen to this podcast. It's your conscious choice to listen to the mantras. Okay. This is all Programmed from the subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind is really like the director of the show, right? So, as I've said before, the subconscious mind doesn't know good or bad, right or wrong. It just knows what it's supposed to do. And whatever program you put in place, it will make sure that it freaking gets done. There's no like deviating. And if you do deviate, it's going to bring you right back one of the analogies that i like to use is like if you're on a diet so you are starting a diet as part of your new year's resolution and you're going to lose let's say you want to lose 20 pounds before you before the summer so you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at yourself and you're like oh i hate my body i'm so fat i don't like the way i look in the mirror i really don't like seeing myself you know i need to lose 20, 30 pounds, so I can have my summer body. Okay, so your conscious mind is like, okay, well, here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna go to the gym every day, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. So you do it, and you do it for a month or three months, and you start to see some results, and you're feeling pretty good about that, but then what happens? Something happens, something changes your daily ritual of exercising or something happens where you're no longer as strict about monitoring what you eat and you start to get a little lax in your exercise regime and how you're eating. What's going on? Why is that happening? Well, that is your subconscious mind getting you back into the program, getting you back on course for your continued destination as someone who doesn't like their body, doesn't like the way they look in the mirror, uh, doesn't love themselves. So that's what's in the subconscious mind. If you really want to make true change, you've got to go through the subconscious mind and change the program. Okay. So that was just an analogy for, or an example of, Weight loss. But if you've ever, if you're ever going to really truly lose the weight, you've got to really start loving yourself, love your body, love who you are, love the person you see in the mirror, stop focusing on the things you don't like. Because I know you all have heard of the law of attraction. Well, that's going to keep bringing you the same crap that you don't like, which is like you not liking your body. So you've got to start living from a place of like this person who loves themselves. They work out because they love themselves. They work out because of their. they want to be healthy. They work out for their health. They want to have a healthy life. They want to feel good. They work out because they love their body and they want to make sure they take care of their body and respect their body. They respect their body and so they don't put crap into their body when they eat. This is how you start to become the person that is a naturally healthy and thin person on your own and that is changing the paradigm that is changing the belief system in the subconscious mind. Now, this works with business too because I've done it firsthand. I was the shyest person in the world uh, all my life. I had... Okay, so I was either, I was an extremist. I was either extremely shy or I was like the goofiest person in the world and a total dork. So people would often say, I can't believe you're shy because you're so like outgoing and da, 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 whatever. But I was such a freaking dork. And it's okay, I like that part of myself. I'm a dork with you guys on, the, on this uh, podcast. I almost said the phone for some reason. But on this podcast, I'm a total dork. And I will always be a dork because I like to have fun and be silly. I'm okay with that. I embrace that part of myself. I love that part of myself. But getting back to being shy, I was incredibly shy growing up and for much of my early adulthood and even into well into my 30s. And so there was this point, I remember when I was in my 20s, I got my first marketing job. So my background is in marketing and sales and graphic design and like that whole kind of genre or whatever you want to call it, that whole career or industry, (laughs) whatever. Anyway, um, I can't believe I just messed that up, but my background is in that industry, you know, marketing, sales, advertising, graphic design, photography, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I got my first marketing job when I was 23 and I remember the woman that hired me, she actually ended up being a mentor for me, but she hired me because she saw something in me that I did not even see in myself, and she saw a person that could connect with people, and that's what she wanted. She wanted a connector, someone who could connect with um, the company's clients and get them on board to sell their products, so I worked in marketing. I was there for about two years, and I, every time I had to get on a call, every time I had to go visit a client, I just felt so sick to my stomach. Every networking event we had, I felt like I was going to vomit. I just wanted to hide. I just wanted to go somewhere and just eat the food, you know, and hide and not have to be social and just like stand at the food table or whatever, you know, just to have something, food in my mouth so I wouldn't have to talk. I think that's what it was. It must have been that it was. Anyway. I never understood at that time like what she saw in me because I absolutely dreaded being uh, social and networking. Um, but meanwhile, I kept going to networking events and learned how to network, you know, and, and I joined organizations of like uh, women in business and women in marketing and things like that and all along hating to network. Fearing the connection with other people, not knowing what I would say, and worrying that I would forget their name. <laughs> Does this sound like you? Um, that was a paradigm. I one hundred percent believe that I was a shy person forever. I'm not shy now. I mean, I'll have those moments where I'm just like I've been overloaded on contact with people, and I've just talked and talked and talked and interacted with people just way too much. That you know, I'm. I need to go into et- introvert mode, you know, and and go and spend time at home and meditate and refuel my batteries, so to speak. So that's not the same thing. Forever, for years, I believed that I was a shy person who hated to network. I believe that I was awkward. I believe that I didn't have anything valuable to say, which is something that my mentor called me out on back then. She said you have a lot of great ideas, but you never speak up in our meetings, Christina. And you need to speak up. You've got to start speaking up. You're letting Jennifer over here steal your thunder. And she doesn't even have a good idea. But you have great ideas. And you won't even speak up. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about? Have you read the book? (laughs) Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. I mean, I read that book religiously right before I got into real estate. Because I knew that if I wanted to succeed in this industry, I had to step up. And I had to step into my own power. I had to step into my own, like own who I was and not be shy around people, figure out what it was to not be shy because I always thought I was shy. But really what I was doing, I was breaking through that fear barrier, which is what you must do in order to change that subconscious blueprint or that paradigm, as I said. You must break through the fear barrier. And it is freaking scary. Why do I keep saying freaking? I've said it like three times. It is so scary when you're breaking through that, the phase going up to that. But just jump in. It's like jumping in a a cold a pool, a cold plunge pool. You know, you get in, you jump in and you just do it, you know, and it's the same with this. Like anything I've ever done that I've been successful at, including sales, was just jumping in, you know, jump in and do it and you're going to figure it out. It's a sink or swim situation. Anything where you're really going to make a lot of money is a sink or swim situation. You just must believe that at some point it will get easier Okay, At some point, it will get easier, and this is a belief system that starts to change the paradigm. So going back to mantras, now, one of the easiest ways to kind of set you up for the synchronicities and the aha moments and the epiphanies that you will need, and just the change in behaviors, is to work with mantras. And I find that this is one of the easiest things to do, yet people... I feel, do not invest in this as much as they should. Mantras are extreme. In, I mean, you can't get more passive than listening to a recorded mantra. You have a recorded mantra. You listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. In the beginning, it's not going to seem possible. It's not going to seem real you will likely have resistance to it. You're just going to be like, this is such an audacious goal. I don't <laughs> I don't know how this is going to happen, you know, but I'm going to try working with mantras. Okay, awesome. That's what most people do. That's how they start off. They're like, okay, I'm going to have a mantra. I'm going to manifest this amazing career, this amazing business. I'm going to manifest all this money. I'm going to manifest these clients, and I'm going to use this mantra, my power mantra. You know, I'm so happy and grateful now that fill in the blank okay? I'm so happy and grateful. Now that, that's how you want to start your mantra. This power mantra is going to get me there, okay? And then they stop. They do it for a little while and then they start slacking, you know, or they do it for a while and they start to feel some changes, but then they drop it and they're no longer going to the gym. They're no longer, you know, feeling excited about you know their their prospects or their business or or whatever it is they're trying to manifest they kind of just put it on the back burner they give up they feel like this isn't for me i'm never going to have this you know pity party feeling bad for themselves they're just the thing is you you just got to keep going babe like i can't tell you enough just keep going with the mantra just keep listening to it because if you get obsessed with this Mantra, if you get obsessed with what you're trying to manifest and it's like you got your mantra that supports you, you're listening to it all the time, you're writing in your journal about any kind of resistance you're having and you're kind of dumping it out and writing through it, then you are doing the things you need to do to support that new belief system, okay? The other thing I want you to remember is that you must, you don't even have to believe the mantra, in the beginning. You just know that this is what you want to accomplish, and you've created the perfect mantra, right? You know this is what you want to accomplish. You don't have to believe it in the beginning, but what I need for you to believe is that it is possible, that it, at some point you will believe that it is possible, That's what I need you to believe. I need for you to not necessarily believe in the mantra is coming true, but believe that at some point, if you do this enough, you will believe it is true. And you will start to see the things you need to see. You will start to get the signs you need to get. You will start to meet the people that you need to meet. And you will start to have the opportunities unfold and be presented to you. So I need for you to believe that one day you will believe in the mantra. Does that make sense? That is the key right there with the mantras. That I found is how you break through with the resistance that you have with the actual mantra, right? What you're trying to manifest. So believe that you will eventually believe. All right, guys, have a great week. I'm leaving you with that. Also, guys, I have started a vlog. It's one year of manifestation. So basically, it's like the vlog version of this podcast. So I am putting my face out there, and I'm not really sure what's going to happen. But, (laughs) well, that's not true, because I do know what's going to happen. I have this big, bold, audacious goal, and audacious goals I just love the sound of that. That sounds that sounds so I don't know, inspiring and audacious. It just sounds like something really radical. Like why are you who are you to think that you could do that with this big bold audacious goal? And who are we not to have big bold audacious goals, okay? So anyway, a year from now, things are going to be very different, I guarantee. And I'm taking you on the visual journey with me. So find me on YouTube. Look, I don't have a lot of followers on YouTube yet, but, uh, you can definitely find Mindset to Manifestation, me, Christina Medina, search for it on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe so you get the new videos. Um, but it's going to be fun and, uh, it's going to, you know, I, I have my mantras that support me in the vision for this. So I hope you will join me there. All right, guys, have a wonderful, fabulous, like I can't believe all this stuff is happening and you're seeing like all these signs from the universe, including angel numbers all day long, telling you you're on the right path, kind of weak. All right, bye from New York, guys. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all and I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Also be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindsets Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City.